show okay here we go we have some lines open i wasn't here yesterday for best and worst of the weekend i've given you my thoughts on the panthers win over the texans to get to two and two winning despite kyle allen winning because of a rejuvenated defense getting past the bad news that kk short is now out for the season tar heels lost but there was good news wake forest won and it was great news deacons five and zero. duke smashed the hokies in blacksburg Devils have been on the wrong end of that rivalry most of the time since Virginia Tech joined the ACC more than a decade ago. The Blue Devils absolutely thrashed the Hokies at Lane Stadium. The Wolfpack went down at Florida State. App State joins Wake Forest among the FBS undefeateds. You can join us with your question or comment or something we missed yesterday, but I promised a couple of other things, so let's get to those as well. If you'd like to win Canes tickets, you can call now. I also have my favorite story of the sports weekend that did not involve a game among the many we've discussed, NFL or college, so far today. You can jump in if you want Canes tickets. We have some for Thursday night's opener. That one is against the Montreal Canadiens. We'll be there at PNC Arena doing our show from noon until 3, and then we're just staying there, staying for the game. Four hour, five hours later, four hours later at the end of our show. Darren, I'll take you out to dinner if you can meet me over there between our show and the game. Darren's here in the studio. I'll be out there at PNC Arena. We will both be attending that opener. All you have to do is answer a trivia question. I am always nice to contestants. It is okay if you miss. I try to make questions easy. You also have the option, if you win today, of asking for Sunday Canes tickets. So you, the first winner, Darren, has the option. Subsequent winners, if I run out of tickets, obviously, they no longer have that option. If I made that clear, again, it could be a question about, say, the 2006 Stanley Cup champions, uh, but I might even give you the choice. Maybe you're not old enough to remember those wonderful memories. I will find a name that cane type question for you from the current roster if that's more in your wheelhouse. 1-800-849-2761. Darren, it is important that at least one of today's winners, at least one, is close enough to pick up his or her tickets because it comes with a parking pass. And logically speaking, a parking pass does not really help you if you have to pick up your tickets at will call. You see how that works? By the time you get to will call, you've had to pay for parking. Defeats the purpose. So my logical brain never sleeps, Darren. So I want to help people best I can as we give away some Canes tickets, either Thursday against the Canadiens, Sunday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Both of those games are at home, PNC Arena. We have sent people on the road to NHL games, but this particular promotion associated with the Canes beginning their season. Rod Brindamore live in less than 30 minutes. Your phone calls now on the weekend that was, or perhaps you just want to win Canes tickets, 1-800-849-2761. If you have a question about the new California law that is challenging the NCAA's long-held amateurism model, I can answer those questions for you. If you want to revisit the weekend that was, or the Major League Baseball playoffs opening tonight with a wild card matchup, you can jump in at 1-800-849-2761. A lot of football in the books and a lot of phone calls as we look forward to Rod Brindamore dropping by a little bit later. 1-800-849-2761. My favorite story of the sports weekend that did not involve one of these many games we're discussing, college and pro, uh, mostly football today, as I expected. As we look forward to Brian, Scott, Michael, Gary, and others, for ticket purposes, or you can take us elsewhere, 1-800-849-2761. My favorite story. Darren, do you need a mattress? Are you in the market for a mattress? 
I can't say that I am. All right, you don't live in the Houston, Texas area. Do you know how my, my, my logical brain works when it comes to mattresses and similar things? Seriously, I think you know me this well by now. I believe that if you gave me the choice between, I don't know, some of these mattresses can be expensive. It's a little bit of an exaggeration to say, you know, a boat for the dock at my beach house or, I don't know, something else that costs thousands of dollars. If you gave me the choice between, you know, I I drive an old car. Maria gets a new car. My son gets a new car. My daughter's going to get a new car. I'm still driving a 15-year-old car. That's just kind of how I roll, all right? My priorities are different than other people's, and that's okay. I don't think my way is the only way. I certainly don't think your way is the wrong way, especially if you're a good person. But somebody might care about the new car more than the right mattress, all right? I, I, I go the other way. The way I look at it, even if you, and you're a hard worker, even if you say only slept six hours a day, man, that's 25% of your life. I mean, I like boats. I like cars. I like beach houses. I like international travel. Took the family to London this this past summer. Love Costa Rica. Have I ever mentioned those $20 massages? Right on the beach as the sun is setting. My logical brain says, I mean, what if you sleep in a little? It's still eight. That's maybe 80. eight that's a third of your life now, Darren. I will spend my money on pillows, the right kind. I have some neck issues. Or the right mattress, baby. Yes, I'm investing it in where I spend a quarter to a third of my life. You might be a traveling salesperson. Maybe the car fits that description for you. You might say, Darren, that I I discuss pillows and mattresses. My logical brain never sleeps. You might say that. You might say that. But I digress. If you lived in the Houston, Texas area and you were in the market for a mattress, this is my favorite non-game sports story of the weekend. There is a guy whose nickname is Mattress Mac. I think we've all heard of this guy before. Do you know why? He has done a promotion like this in the past. And do you know what? It went poorly for him, at least at first glance, both times. His current offer is that if you come in right now and buy a mattress, it must be valued at $3,000 or more. If the local team there, the Houston Astros, goes on to win the World Series again this year, playoffs begin tonight with the NL wildcard matchup between the Brewers and the Nationals in Washington. Tomorrow night, it's the Rays at the A's in the AL wildcard matchup. So everybody's getting to the bending window in the baseball context this time. And he's in Houston. You may have heard of, like, the Gallery Furniture Bowl. This is the guy who runs Gallery Furniture. Now, I'm sure the numbers are intriguing, even if you refund millions of dollars worth of mattresses. Might you get enough free pub to sort of take a chunk out of that, right? He is also a betting man. So he sometimes goes to Vegas. There's a good article over the weekend from David Perdum of ESPN.com outlining all of this. I don't know if you consider yourself a gambling man, Darren. No, not in the slightest. I didn't think you were. I'm probably less risk averse than you are, but I'm not. I'm not a swashbuckling, wide-open gambler either. I'm somewhere else on that spectrum than you, but I am not in the same neighborhood as Mattress Mac. Ask yourself this question. If you had in 2015 played a version of this game and in 2017 played a version of this game, 
and it went against you, again, at least at first glance, both times. Would you do it again here this month and offer those customers? You get it all. If you buy the $5,000 mattress, you get five grand back if the Astros win the World Series again this year. In 2015, would you believe he listened to his employees? Always a bad idea, especially for us here at the David Glenn Show. I'm just kidding. He listened to his employees after receiving assurances from Peyton Manning fans that, of course, the Broncos were going to beat the Seahawks. This same guy put out this similar offer by the mattress only if the Seahawks beat the Broncos does he have to refund your money. And he's assured by these Peyton Manning fans, oh, no problem, Denver's got it covered. He said that he did, on the basis of this promotion, about $9 million in volume just on the promotion, just on the $3,000 or more mattresses. Well, of course, as he said in this article, uh, on the first play of the game, they snapped the ball over Peyton Manning's head, and I thought to myself, oh, Lord, he said when it went wrong, and of course the Seahawks won that game, what was it, 40-something to eight? Yeah. It was ridiculous. So it kicks in, right? So his gamble lost at first glance. He had to refund $9 million worth of mattress purposes. He actually said in this article, it was the one time I thought my wife was going to divorce me. Nonplussed, Darren. Not discouraged. Two years later, that was the $9 million in refunds in 2015. In 2017, he did a version of the current offering, which is, oh, only if the Astros win the World Series do you get your money back. Again, there was a surge in sales. This time, $13 million was at risk. And, of course, the Houston Astros, who had won never the World Series, broke through with their first, and he has to refund $13 million. $9 million in refunds when the Super Bowl went wrong four years ago, $13 million in refunds when the World Series was claimed by the local Houston Astros. That was two years ago. They call him Mattress Mac, and he's back. And you too, I guess, if you can get there, can buy a mattress for $3,000 or more dollars and get all of your money back only if the Houston Astros win the World Series again. For those who don't know, the two teams most likely to win the World Series this year are the L.A. Dodgers, heavy favorite in the NL, and the Houston Astros, I'd say slight favorite over the Yankees in the AL. The, the most frequent expert picks, the, the Vegas money, is largely on the Dodgers or the Astros with the Yankees kind of a close third. So again, he, <laughs> this is a guy who has paid out $22 million in refunds by getting it wrong two previous times. The ESPN article adds the fact that he is shopping around in Vegas and Jersey and some of the states that now also have legal sports betting in a way it was only Nevada for a long time. He is seeking to hedge his bets by betting on the Astros to win the World Series so that if he owes Mega Millions again in refunds, he at least has covered a chunk of it by finding enough windows to take his millions to bet on the Astros. So I'm sure there's some very high level, we need to call Tom Dundon to crunch the numbers for us to make sure that Mattress Matt doesn't lose this time. I wonder what his bottom line is. Because at first glance, losing $9 million four years ago and losing $13 million in refunds two years ago, 
sounds like a $22 million loss. Again, in one of those cases, perhaps his wife advised him to hedge his bets by betting on the Astros. He is trying to do even more of that this year. He is having trouble finding partners, casinos, etc., to take the amount of money he wants to put on the Astros at the right odds. Mattress Mac or Mattress Matt from Gallery Furniture in Houston is back at it. We need to have him on the show. We just had Tillman Fertitta, the billionaire owner and reality TV star owner of the Houston Rockets of the NBA. We can get Mattress Mac on. His full name is Jim Mackingvale. And he says, yes, mattress sales go through the roof every time he does this. But, yeah, he turns a much bigger profit when it turns out that the team in question turns out to not win the big game. 1-800-849-2761. Let's give away some tickets. Brian in Thomasville would not be a great candidate, I imagine, to drop by the studio and pick up his winnings. Brian, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How long have you been a Canes fan? Uh been a Canes fan for quite a while, but I'm actually a diehard Blackhawks fan, but I do like the Canes since they're a North Carolina based team. All right, cool. Have you been to a game at PNC Arena yet? Uh been to several games, but I have not been to one in quite a while. All right, cool. How long's the drive from Thomasville? I'm just wondering. Furniture country. Um probably about an hour. Okay, that's not bad at all. That's that's yeah. within the uh the footprint that the Canes are targeting, I know. So that's good mm-hmm. to hear. That that's, that reflects some loyalty. I grew up more than an hour away from the Phillies and the Eagles and my other favorite teams in Philadelphia and yet yes, we showed that dedication as well. All right, I hope you're a winner. Uh let me give you a modern day Canes question since they're they're your second favorite team instead of a say 2006 Stanley Cup champion type question the the Carolina Hurricanes have a 22 year old Finnish superstar sensation who was an Mm all-star last year and they hope even bigger things from him this season can you name that Kane oh that is a tough one Mm. Uh, I don't follow the Canes as much Um, is it McCowan it is not, and actually, you know what happens, Darren? I want to send Kaniacs to these games even more than I want to send Blackhawks fans with the Canes as their second favorite t- fans to these games. That's what happens. That's why I have the trivia question. You see, it weeds out those who are not going to scream the loudest for the Canes. Now, he might have, but he's a Blackhawks fan first, and that's why we have the trivia question. Scott and Raleigh, can you name that Kane? Yes, I can. Sebastian Ajo. That is correct. He wears number 20. He is a Finnish superstar. He is only 22 years old, and he is getting better all the time. Uh, Would you like to go to opening night Thursday, Scott, or game two Sunday at home? Or No, it's not even game two. It's it's the second home game, I should say, Sunday against the Lightning. I'll take Sunday if you don't mind. You said Sunday? Okay, cool. That way we can hook you up with a parking pass as well. Let me try Michael and Garner. Scott, stay on the line if you can. We'll find a way to get you your Sunday tickets. And Michael and Garner, how long have you been a Carolina Hurricanes fan? I've uh, been a fan for probably about 20, 23 years now. That's what I like to hear. All right, Michael. Uh, are you looking for opening night ticks, or are you, would you pick Sunday as well? Trying to get open at night. All right, that's what I like to hear. I have a list in front of me of all the members of the Carolina Hurricanes who played at least 20 games in their Stanley Cup championship season 
from 2006. You can name any three Canes from that Stanley Cup championship team. Again, the only requirement is they played at least 20 games in the year that they won it all. Can you name those three Canes from 13 years ago? Justin Williams, Rob Brendamore, Ron Francis. Ouch. That hurts. I wanted to send Michael to that game. I'm sorry, Michael. That is not a complete three-for-three three correct answer. Let me try Chris in Walkertown, North Carolina. Chris, you're next on the David Glenn Show. Welcome to the program. Did you hear that last question about the team from 2006? How far is Walkertown from PNC Arena? Uh, about an hour. All right. more, more. Look at these loyal Kaniacs coming out. Do you go to a lot of games? Uh, I try to get to like four or five a year. Excellent. Uh, have you been a Canes fan since 2006 or longer, or are you more of a modern-day Canes fan? Uh, more modern-day, probably like 2010. Because another way to reword it would be, do you want the question that the guy just missed from the Stanley Cup championship team, or would you rather I ask you a different question from the current roster? Uh, I'll take his question. Okay, you can name three Canes from 2006 who played at least 20 games or more. Uh, Rob Brendamore, Cam Ward, Eric Cole. That is correct. Very well done. Chris in Walkertown. And would you like opening night tickets or would you like Sunday tickets? Uh, opening night would be awesome. Okay, cool. I believe Walkertown, I may not be able to get you your parking pass quickly enough, but we can send them to Thursday night, Darren. You have an idea? Can you get it? Can you get him? Does, does do our mailing partners guarantee getting him that parking pass and those two tickets in Walker, in Walkertown? Darren, Darren will pick up. We'll get Chris in Walkertown to opening night. It is only two days away. Rod Brindamore joins us live in about 12 minutes. More of your phone calls on the football weekend that was, the baseball playoffs that are about to begin. The Carolina Hurricanes, of course, 1-800-849-2761 is how you can join us on the David Glenn Show. Davo Sweeney, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Yeah, how man. are you, man? Good to see you. It's great to how see you. you. I saw that you took your family to Italy. It was unbelievable to go to Rome and to stand at the Coliseum that was built in 80, <laughs> 80, <laughs> 80 <laughs> the original Death Valley, you know, literally. This is the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show, the strangest sports story of the day. You ready for this? As Rod Brendamore joins us live in about five minutes, the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. Darren, you're younger than I, so you haven't traveled the world as much. Have you ever been to Korea? No. All right. I haven't either in that case. <laughs> uh, if you go, pick South Korea over North Korea. Just a little, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. little savvy veteran's wisdom for you there. There are a lot of cultural differences as you travel the world, and I try to be sensitive to them when I have traveled around the world with the lovely and talented Maria or otherwise. For example, it is considered impolite to address a Korean with his or her given name. There is a better way to do that. The bow is a traditional Korean greeting, and to show respect when shaking hands, you're supposed to support your right forearm with your left hand while shaking hands. All these things matter in ways that might not be known to most Americans. And yes, I promise there is a sports headline that I am getting to that brings up such things. There's a right way and a wrong way culturally that would not necessarily fit our definition of common sense or the way we do things around here. 
One thing that I can promise you is received in even a worse way there than it is received here. You ready for this? An obscene gesture. If you were caught making an obscene gesture as an American golfer on the PGA Tour, there would be consequences. But when I tell you that the world cultures are different in very real and deep ways, here's another example. I don't know what the suspension or penalty would be if an American golfer flipped somebody off who made a noise during their swing or whatever and a bad shot resulted. Do you know what the penalty a South Korean golfer just got for an obscene gesture during an event in the final round of a tournament this past weekend? Seriously. The guy is leading the tour in money, got mad because a cell phone camera went off during his downswing. His drive ended up shanking. He made an obscene gesture. The Korean tour has suspended the tour's leading money winner for three years. I am not kidding. I mean, I don't know what it would get you here again. A slap on the wrist, a private discipline, a short suspension, perhaps for events that don't matter all that much. When somebody tries to communicate to you that folks do things differently in other cultures, at least if you care about being an open-minded good person, you should listen. And especially the old, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. When in Korea, you might want to hold off on those obscene gestures. 1-800-849-2761. Rod Brindamore is the guy who led this team to a Stanley Cup as a player back in 2006. He is a member of the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame and may end up in that Hockey Hall of Fame as well. He is a longtime friend of the program as a head coach, of course. He was part of that great success story, the storm surge, the bunch of jerks, the trip to hockey's final four a year ago after almost a decade of falling short of the playoffs. The Canes were one of the very best stories that the hockey world had to offer. Opening night is Thursday night. The owner, Tom Dundon, will join me that day. The head coach, Rod Brindamore, joins me live next on The David Glenn Show throwback justice league you know batman wonder woman superman aquaman if there was a combine event where you had to talk to marine life aquaman is your guy zay jones is dominating the three cone drill aquaman is dominating the talk to porpoises drill this is the david glenn show Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. 13 years ago, our next guest was the first to lift the Stanley Cup for your Carolina Hurricanes as they became the world champions. One year ago, he became their head coach and took them all the way to steal a college basketball phrase to a, the final four of hockey. The storm surge and the bunch of jerks headlines came along the way. He is a member of the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Also, the David Glenn Show Hall of Fame, a longtime friend of the program, the head coach now in his second year, Rod Brindamore. Welcome back. How are you? Dave, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm pumped up for Thursday. We're even bringing our show there live on Thursday afternoon. More on that later. But for years, man, you know the reputation this market has had. Uh, great place to live and raise a family, but small market, mostly ignored by the NHL media, usually missed the playoffs, etc., how do you quantify how much has changed as a result of that playoff run, the storm surge, the bunch of jerks, and all the rest? 
Well, we, we certainly hope a lot. Yes. I, mean, we, I think our goal coming into last year was to get relevant for sure in all those things that you just mentioned. Um, you know, we, we want to play for the Stanley Cup. That's the, We want to win the whole thing. That's what we're all about. So that's where the expectations are. And, uh, you know, obviously you got to turn the page. And last year's last year. We certainly build on, you know, what we started. And, you know, we got to find eight more wins, right, to have the, the year we want. So that's where we're at. Starts uh, Thursday night. You are not one to BS, typically. And when I hear you compliment the fans and their role, both in the success that you've had and the success you hope to have moving forward, uh, it just sounds genuine. Tell tell me, I mean, it, you boil it down to the basics, right? You play or coach a game that you love for a living, but it just wouldn't mean much unless there were these tens of thousands of people screaming along the way. Put that in your own words because I know right. it's been a big part of your message. Well, it is a big part of it because, I mean, I, I, we know. I mean, hockey's, I mean, I don't want to say it's new anymore, but it, 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 you know, it started here a long time ago, but it wasn't traditionally, you know, a hockey market. And I feel like the people there have uh, kind of grown with us. And a uh, special group of fans, I, I know that. I, I know that, uh, you know, they, they, they root for us. I mean, we have the loudest building in the NHL. Everyone kind of says that wherever you go, but well, you feel it in our arena. Like our fans come to enjoy themselves. They come to, you know, they spend their hard-earned money to watch us play. It better be a good, a good game, and and uh, they're they're rooting us on, and they push this team, and that's that's the honest truth. I mean, you could feel it in in the games we played, especially down the stretch last year, and then into the playoffs. Like there, there was a special vibe in our arena, and and to be honest with you, you, you could feel it. You know, for sure, in our guys, but you could see it in the other team. Like they, they didn't play the same in our arena for for a lot of those games, and that's just a huge part of you know what makes it special here is the the fans and what they bring for us. Rod Brindamore is joining us Thursday night. It's the Montreal Canadiens. We will have more tickets to give away later. We will be out there, PNC Arena, noon to three with our show on Thursday. I'm staying for the game. I'll be in my seats, not the press box, because that's how I like to take in the Carolina Hurricanes. It was about a week ago. I heard you say that you were, I don't know if concerned is the right word, you were thinking more about leadership and chemistry and the locker room and less about on-ice productivity and your personnel and all that stuff. Now the dust has settled. Jordan Stahl is wearing the captain's C. Jordan Martinook and Jacob Slavin have those alternate captain A's. Uh, why were they the right guys? And, you know, how do you feel about this stuff now that Justin Williams has stepped away and Justin Falk has been traded to the Blues? Well, well, first of all, I mean, you know, I think hockey – leadership such a big part of it i think any team any business like you just have to have somebody driving the ship and at least that's what i believe and and you know we had a great one last year we all know that uh, you mentioned it you know willie was, a, was the perfect the perfect leader for our group at the perfect time and you know he's decided to obviously hang out for who knows how long and uh you know i definitely i, I want to be clear too i, I talked to willie a lot about it make sure that you know i'm doing the right thing on, on that and it was a clear choice from him from myself and uh in in appointing you know jordan to speak to you know speak i, I think that the world of jordan Stahl. um you do too i know it yeah. if you've ever met him and been around him all you do is watch him play and you know you can't ask for anything more out of uh, what he does every night and that's the kind of leader you want you know on a day and day basis especially with such a young group that we have and so i feel like you know, we're in great hands there, but we definitely needed to, you know, you know, we got to turn the page. We got to turn the page on last year. We had a lot of great things happen, but 
nobody really cares about that around the league. I can tell you that it's uh, you know we're all starting out from scratch here now, and we got to forge a whole new kind of identity this year. Obviously, what we built uh, last year, and we got to keep getting better. You and Jordan have some personality similarities, at least from afar, in my eyes, and some differences. You wore the captain's C. Uh, I think at times in his career when he was younger, he said he was not always comfortable with the idea of the C on his chest. Did you have to, you know, have a conversation as a guy who stood in similar shoes, you know, to talk him into the idea that at this stage of his career he is right for that role? Well, we definitely talked quite a bit. I actually talked to him, I, I think it's been three years ago, um, you know, and, and, and right when the season ended, and I said, you know, you got to take charge of this team. and. Um, you know, I, I think he was not quite ready. Like you could just see it in his eyes, and you know how he responded and to me about it. I think he just, you know, didn't feel like he was ready to do it. And then, you know, obviously we bought some time with when Willie showed up, and and I think just being watching how Willie, did, you know, did went about his business and uh, just the maturity level in Jordan and everything that's gone on in his life too, yeah, has really shaped who he is now. And you know, when we talked about him being the leader of this group, the answer was 100%, I'm ready to do it. So uh, I feel really good about, you know, him obviously being our leader. And, uh, you know, the other two you mentioned are just great character people. And um, leadership's not an issue with our locker room right now. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy where we're at. It's funny. I'm not around you all every day, but I have interviewed almost all of your key players. Jacob Slavin is such an entirely different personality than Jordan Martinook. I just mm. wonder through your eyes as a leader, like I, I Martinook just seems like he's fun to be around and high energy. Jacob seems like just more this incredibly steady but lower key personality. Uh, it takes all different kinds, right? Why were those guys the right fits to wear the yeah. A's? You just kind of said it. I mean, I think, you know, obviously Jacob's another great human being, you yeah. know, great, great, great person off the ice, on the ice, comes to work every day, does his job. And, uh, you know, that consistency factor is obviously what part of being a leader is. Uh, his play on the ice, I think you, you know, you've seen enough of him to know that that's uh, an elite level. Yeah player and so that checks the boxes and then you got marty on the other side of it too you know we the guys are you know in the locker room and away from actually being on the ice more than actually on the ice together so you know there's a whole nother part of that being togetherness and team bonding and you know learning about each other and marty brings all the group together he's the character he's uh i think he's invented this thing we just talked about today this marty party I, i'm not sure exactly what that is but <laughs> the whole team the whole town of raleigh seems to know a little bit yes. about it and, yes uh, you know he's that kind of guy right and uh, at the end of the day too though you watch him play he's a guy who leaves nothing nothing in the tank and um, that's what we're asking all our players to do. So, you know, he's the perfect fit. Well, the coolest thing is, I've told you before, your authenticity, your genuineness is one of your best traits. And, you know, Marty is genuinely a Marty party. And Jacob is genuinely that other guy you just described. So it's like be your best sure. version of yourself is kind of the approach. Rod Brindamore is exactly that as the head coach now in year two of the Carolina Hurricanes. This quote is from a different sport. But I wonder your thoughts about it. Uh, you know the NFL a little bit. A guy named Bill Parcells once said, if they want you to cook the dinner, at least they ought to let you shop for some yeah. of the groceries, right? Right. Um, can you just share some of what is your voice in the room 
as the owner Tom Dundon or the GM Don Waddell and others are talking about, you know, this or that, Calvin DeHaan has moved on and Justin Falk has, Falk has traded to the Blues and, you know, there's salary cap implications and all these other things. How do you describe your place in there? You are cooking the dinner yeah. as the head coach. Do you get well, to can, do you get to shop for some of the groceries? Yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not shopping. I don't I don't have the checkbook, right? Thankfully, <laughs> right. but I, but I can tell you that you know one of the things I appreciate about you know being in the position I'm in is they these guys Tom and, and Don. There's not a move that goes by but they don't you know bring it by me and um, you know that's that's pretty cool. You know I, I'm up to speed on everything. They ask me. Is this going to work? Is that going to work? And um, we don't always agree, but at least, uh, you know, I think I have pretty good input on, you know, what we're trying to do and the type of players and people we're trying to bring into the organization. So, uh, you know, I, I feel good about that and I appreciate that. You're not the type probably to write a leadership book, even though people have described you as one of the great leaders in NHL history. But whether it's you or Bill Parcells or anybody else, you know, they're going to talk about the importance of leadership but also a phrase you used earlier turning the page how do you get everybody to forget about like the ghost of justin williams as he has not officially retired uh, i know yeah. you said he's handled his decision in a way that made you rethink how you even handed your own retirement years ago right. and whether you handled that well or poorly or got pushed in the wrong direction what are your thoughts on that because i know that the leader in you is going to say we can't think about justin williams at all well, we handled it just the way we would be upfront about it. I mean, you know, he, he, Willie had to make a, a decision that was best for him, and we all, I think he's earned that right to kind of be able to do that, and that's special too. Um, and so, but he's not here, right? Like, and, and he's not, for all we know, he's not coming back, and that's the way we have to approach it. Yeah. So we had to move on, and I think it's, it's, it's a topic that we discussed, and you're discussing with me, but we're not discussing it really in the locker room at all anymore, so. Um, you know, it's moved on. If something changes in the future, it only can be positive because we'll have, you know, we may potentially have him back, right? So, uh, as of now, we're just moving on as if, you know, he's enjoying his life and good for him. See, the headline is Rod Brindamore said we may have him back at some point. That's how yeah, the, <laughs> I'm just don't, kidding. Don't, don't, I'm take just, the heat off that. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. Hey, uh, you have guys that have already proven themselves as at the highest level. We know what we have in Jordan Stahl, for example. Uh, what do you, who are your next step players? Who are guys that have done good things, but you believe have another gear in them to make them even more special? Well, I'm hoping everybody. <laughs> we, we hope all, everybody has another gear, but you, you, you know, the guys, I mean, we're, I'm going to say, I mean, we're hoping Spash turns the corner. He had a great rookie year, but we're hoping for more things out of him. And, and, and even the top guys, like, I think there's more there. I mean, uh, you know, I think Sebastian, he's got another gear to go. And to be honest with you, that's, that's our job. And my job is to get that other gear out of everybody. So if we can do that, we're going to be in good shape. Somebody won Kane's tickets by naming three players from the 2006 Stanley Cup championship team. Do you think of that often yourself? Because I know that you really do not encourage, you know, the modern day players or even the fans to do, do, do too much of that reminiscing because it distracts from the task at hand. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't reminisce too much. I try not to. And I, I uh, 
You're going to love this. I'm picking up my son in the carpool line right now. So cool. I'm on a no-no. So hang on. You guys, so, hey, come on in. So you, you. So usually right. usually you get to send me harassing texts while yeah. picking up your kid at school. All right. Well, now you're live. I'm sorry. It's that's, all good. That's, that's, that's hey, this, bad radio, radio etiquette. It makes sure. it more fun for everybody. So who are you picking up? Which child? That's Brooks. He just came in and sat down. All right. How like, young? I'm, how old is Brooks now? <laughs> Brooks is seven. All right. Uh, what was the question? I apologize. Uh, what does where does Brooks pick the canes in the metropolitan? No, um, yeah. The, the reminiscing, right. you know, like how do you balance? Of course, it's fun for me to reminisce. I'm like I'm a lifelong sports fan. It was one of my favorite nights of my entire life. And yet, in your job description, if you look backward too much, you're not getting today's job done. Right, right. So I, it's simple for me is you got to, you know, you got to remember your past and learn from it. And then you got to prepare for the future, but you, you got to live for today, right? Like you got to, you got to one day at a time. And, and, uh, you know, that's just how we approach it. I think that's how we pretty much approach life in general. But, um, you know, the memories are what you're trying to create. And every day you got a chance to do that. And as a team, we have, you know, an opportunity this year to create a bunch of great memories. And, and that's the stuff that you can't, you know, it doesn't get taken away from you ever. So we want to have as many great memories as we can create this year with uh, our group and our fans. And, you know, we start Thursday. You guys blocked out one year ago extremely low expectations from outsiders. I imagine you're blocking out a year later fairly high expectations from outsiders, complimenting your defense, complimenting your young talent. Um, when when you hear others now describing you as a playoff team, you know, do you roll your eyes because they didn't see it a year ago? Uh, or do you see enough on your own roster to believe that expectations should be that high? Well, that's a great question. You know, sometimes I think it's easier to have everyone else have low expectations. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but but it, it, then that means you haven't been very good. So, you know, it, it kind of twofold there. I want everyone to think we're good because that, that means we've done something right. But we don't listen to that stuff. We can't. You know, that's not going to help us. So our group's got to stay focused on, you know, what we're doing. It's the boring answer, but it's the real answers is you, you worry about what you can control and, and how you know hard we work every day and let the chips fall where they may after that. Is Brooks old enough to critique Dad after he finishes his interview, or would only your older kids or your wife harass you for such things? Uh, he's, he doesn't even probably know I'm on the phone with you right now. He's like <laughs> staring into La La Land. But, uh, no, he's definitely old enough to critique what we do on the ice. I can tell you that. So, and he's the biggest – listen, he's the biggest fan there is. So That's uh, cool. You know, it's fun to, that he's a part of it and, you know, he's spoiled. He gets to come down and meet the guys, and he doesn't meet them. He, he knows them like they're, they're his own, you know. So he's definitely spoiled in that department. We're almost out of time. We know probably 80% of your roster fairly well. Uh, what can you tell us about the newer faces? Jake Gardner is on defense. Uh, Ryan Dezingle, assuming he's healthy. Eric Halla uh, and others are, are new to even, you know, some of the more passionate Kaniacs. Well, that's going to be the, the – I think the, the key to our whole team this year is, number one, those guys you mentioned, they were brought in for their skill level. And they've got a high high skill level, a good track record resume-wise. And But, you know, they they got to get to know how we do things. And the quicker we can get those guys on, on the same page and uh, playing the way we play um, will be probably the – the, the reason or whatever that we win or not you know i think getting all those guys to to buy into it and uh you know we got high skill out of these guys but there's a whole nother level that we got to get them to as well 
Um, I will tell you, Gardner, I'm hoping, will help us on the power play. Yeah. It's an area that, uh, you know, that's been his specialty. That's really why we, I think you, you look at bringing him in and, and those other guys with speed and skill, you're hoping they can contribute on the, you know, the offensive end, the scoring goals, putting a little more pressure on teams. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that'll all remain to be seen, I guess. Good stuff, man. I have renewed my season tickets long ago. I Excellent. will be in the front row one more time for a whole bunch of games and uh, other seats for other games. Uh, I love you, support you, believe appreciate in you, it. appreciate your time, and uh, we'll be right there rooting you on starting Thursday night. Thanks, DG. All right, bud. Take care, brother. You too. Rod Brindamore picking up his child in the carpool line while joining us on the David Glenn Show. You know somebody cares about you when they harass you, right, there. So Rod, over the years, whether he was – I forget if he did it as a player, maybe not. But as an assistant coach and now the head coach, he will just zing me the way you would zing a teammate, right? If I'm goofing off about this topic or that topic, I always knew if, if Brenda Moore was texting me words of harassment, he was probably doing his fatherly duties in the carpool line. And I forgot, Brooks is seven years old, man. I remember when that guy was in diapers. It's hard to believe. Rod Brenda Moore, super dad, probably a super husband as well. Uh, one heck of a head coach and one of the great leaders in hockey history. A Stanley Cup champion will always be beside his name as well. I'll see you all at PNC Arena. We will have some final thoughts and some TV picks on the other side as we come down the stretch next. Megan Rapino is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Not everybody wants to sort of uh, back up Colin Kaepernick. Why are things like that important to you? I think it's all of our responsibility to try to make our country and our society and ultimately the world um, a place that is equal for everyone. This is the David Glenn Show. We are coming down the stretch on today's program. And down the stretch they come. Special thanks to Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart, one of the best in that business for dropping by. Jordan Rodrigue on the Carolina Panthers in the NFL from the Athletic Carolina. And then the Hall of Famer, Rod Brindamore from the Carolina Hurricanes, joining us while picking up Brooks at school. What a guy. See everybody Thursday at PNC Arena. Of course, we'll be back here tomorrow in studio. More tickets to give away leading up to that Canes opener on Thursday night. More tickets we'll send you to the Sunday game against Tampa as well. Hockey is back, almost. Baseball playoffs are back tonight. Brewers at Cardinals in NL wildcard action. That leaves your, leads your TV picks. 8 o'clock TBS, WNBA Finals, UNC Wilmington at UNC Soccer 2. See you tomorrow. Mr. President Barack Obama, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? David, it's great to be on. It's wonderful to, to talk to the folks in North Carolina. I always say uh, I love the state of North Carolina. Love the people in North Carolina. Even the folks who don't support me down there are nice to me. The David Glenn Show.